Hello and welcome back to the When You're Podcast, the podcast for when you're doing anything. Today we're going to be talking about when you're watching A Quiet Place, part one and two. <clears throat> A Quiet Place is directed by John Krasinski and stars John Krasinski, Emily Blunt, Melissa Simmons, Noah Jupe, and Cade Woodward. Um, I'm going to be talking about the first one right now. <clears throat> first of all, I want to say I love these two movies. I think these are great thrillers, great horror movies. Um, I've been doing my horror movie marathon and these were the two that I, I had watched and it really puts everything perfectly for this movie. I, I mean, just like the premise in itself, right? In a, in a world that we live in where you can't make noise and if you do, you die, you know, you'll get killed by these, these alien, these creatures, but we'll talk about that. So A Quiet Place, the first one is just centered around the Abbott family. It's just a regular family just trying to survive after 80 days after everything has happened. So <clears throat> these things have been living in the world for 80 days or so, give or take, I think. And that's how it starts off, right? That's how it begins. Then uh, something sad happens. Uh, their son, their, their youngest son, played by Cade Woodward, Man, and it just really draws you into the family. It makes you feel for them. So the kid wants to buy this toy. It's a spaceship toy, and it makes noise. It's pretty loud. It's it's uh it's not soft. It's 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 a hard it's a hard uh, figure toy. And if you put batteries in it, it'll make sounds and it'll light up, and you can you can have fun with it, right? So he wants the toy, but the family's like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, you can't have it because you put the batteries in, it'll play, and it'll make too much noise, and we'll all die. We don't want that. So their daughter, played by Millicent Simmons, Millicent Simmons, uh, she gives him the toy anyway. You know, the family kind of leaves the, uh, the pharmacy, and they go like, hey, I know it's sad, but here, you can still have it, just without the batteries. You know, I think that's pretty fair. And I think she was just trying to be sweet. Whereas John Krasinski's character, uh, Lee Abbott, who's the father, is like a little bit more stern. He's like, in order for us to survive, we can't make any noise. It'll be too loud. We can't, we can't make any noise whatsoever. And you understand that as a parent and as a, somebody who wants to protect their loved ones. You know, you don't, you don't want them to be in any danger. So that means sacrifices have to be made. So she tries to find a, a, a barrier in between. And Millicent's character is deaf which gives the family a strategic advantage in this world where they can communicate without making any noise because they know sign language. That's the only way they can communicate to their daughter. But the mother and father are both... Uh, they both can hear. Anyways, at the beginning, long story short, the kid takes the, the spaceship toy, but then he also takes the batteries. And then the batteries go off, uh, the toy goes off, it starts playing, and kid dies. Kid gets killed. And we are instantly drawn into this, oh my gosh, there's these creatures out there, and if they make noise, any noise whatsoever, they'll be attacked. And it's so, it's so sad because imagine the rest of the walk home. Imagine the rest. Of, they don't show it, but you can imagine how how sad they all are, but they can't cry. They can't make any noise. Imagine how sad they all are when it's just, they, they have their small little family and it just gets ruined. 
because of a toy. You know, it, it, it really is sad. So it draws you in. It pulls you automatically. I'm, I feel for the family and I feel bad. So there's a, a time gap. Uh, I mean, a flash forward. They, they skip ahead like about a couple hundred days. Um, I'll say like about 200. I, I don't remember the exact number in the movie, but I just know that it's, let's say nine months have passed. Shall we? Nine months have gone by. And we see the family now without their son, R.I.P. And Emily Blunt's character is now pregnant again. Yay! But we don't know what that's, you know, going to do to replace the son that they lost to in this world now where these things are out there. How are they going to survive? And all throughout it... um, John Krasinski's character is trying to fix his daughter, uh, played by Millicent. I, I forget her name in the movie. M- Millicent, her her hearing aids. He keeps trying to fix it so that she could hear something. And throughout the whole movie, you see kind of the difference and the split in the family. You know, his uh, oldest daughter, Mel- played by Millicent, really wants to take charge. She wants to be a leader. She wants to be like her dad. You know, she wants to take care of things and she feels like she's being punished because she gave her little brother the toy because ever since that day, ever since their son died, she feels like he's neglected her or is angry at her and doesn't love her and is resentful towards her. But in actuality, it's just the times that we're living in. He's living in, you know, it's not that he's indifferent towards his daughter. It's just that in this world, he wants to... He wants to be safe. He wants to keep things safe. And he wants his kids to stay kids. He doesn't necessarily want them to grow up so fast, but he's trying to lean them in the right direction, you know, little by little, figure out what's best for them, how to take care of themselves. You know, God forbid something were to happen to them, which happens later in the movie. And the reason I love this movie as a horror movie is because anything can happen in any moment. There's a moment where John Krasinski and his son, they go to catch fish because they need to eat something. And there's this river, there's waterfall, and they have this beautiful moment where they're able to have a call. You know, they're able to use their voices as loud as they want and scream. And they can do it because the the muff, the the waterfall, it creates a, lo- a, a lot of sound for them. And it kind of overlaps them screaming, which is, I guess, not technically how it works but you get the idea waterfall is very loud so they can scream as much as they want so when they do that they're they're leaving and they're going home with the fish that they they've captured and there's this old man just random guy like where did he come from he just popped up out of nowhere and he's just walking and they see him and they're like horrified they're like what is this guy doing here and he screams and then he dies by the creature by the thing and you just see that forceful run from John Krasinski as he picks up his son and he runs, played by uh, Noah Jupe, his son Noah Jupe. And they have this really intense shot where you just see John Krasinski covering his, his mouth. He's like, be quiet. You can't, make any, you can't make a sound, otherwise it'll get us too. And so after all of that has happened, they're... Um, their family is then split apart. You know, they're divided into sections. And the daughter, 
uh, decides to go visit her brother. I think it was like to remember him or she feels sad about it and she just really misses it. And she feels like she let the whole family down, like she let everyone down. And so while she's away and while the dad and the, while uh, John Krasinski and Noah Jupe are away, Emily Blunt's all by herself in the house and she's pregnant. So she's doing her daily chores and she's having a hard time all by herself. And that's when everything goes wrong. In the dead of night, when they're coming back home and the daughter's out there all by herself, that's when the... That's when all of the creatures start coming out and they find them, essentially. In the end, that's how they all get found. So they run back to the house and they realize that everything has gone wrong. Everything has gone askew. Nothing is, nothing is good anymore. So their house is under attack. And Emily Blunt is giving birth to their kid. John Krasinski is trying to distract the, the monsters from, from coming out which they use with fireworks. And their daughter is trying to save the son, and they're all just trying to regroup, come back together again. And in the end of the whole thing, while trying to protect the family, John Krasinski has his new... I think it's a son. I think it's... I, I don't know if it's a boy or a girl. I don't remember. But they have their new kid, and he sacrifices himself so his family can survive. And I really, really, really wish that he didn't die. I mean, I understand the sacrifice for family, but ah, it, it just would have been so much better for the family to, to all live, you know, figure out something else, how to outwit it. But I guess in that moment, there was no, there was no chance. There was no way. And in that final moment, in his final moment, he tells his daughter that he loves her and that he holds no resentment towards her, that he only ever wanted to protect them and that he loves them and loves her. And he screams and then he dies. And they eventually make it back to the home, to the house where their mom is with their baby. And they got to get ready to fight. They're coming after him. And that's when... His daughter realizes that the hearing aids that her dad has been making, the, the frequency of the sound affects the monsters. Because if all they can do is listen, use echolocation, their ears are very sensitive. What is their greatest strength is also their biggest weakness. So she turns up the amp and for the speakers and the microphone, and she puts her hearing aid against it, and it just debilitates them it, it stops them they, they can't they're they they can not fight you know they're they're just stunned they're like they they'll adjust but they they won't forever and that's when the mom badass emily blunt pulls out the shotgun and bam and then obviously the other ones hear it and then they go after it and that's and that's how the movie ends you know they gear up for the next one shotgun and then end of the movie, great movie. And I, I, I really have to say the premise of it is super smart because it doesn't matter how good you are, how smart you are, right? Like you watch, uh, when you watch a horror movie, you're just kind of like, you're, you're so dumb. You could have done so many things differently. Why are you such an idiot? You know, you're screaming at the TV. You're like, how are you this dumb? Oh, you tripped over yourself. You know, 
you just feel like they make a bunch of dumb decisions. But in this world, in the world that's created, you can make the smartest decisions ever and still make noise. You can't avoid noise. You can you can't. You just you're going to always make noise. So that's what's really cool about it is that you have to be afraid of a single sound. If there's silence, if you hear a pin drop in silence, you're dead. And it's just like, oh boy, you you don't want that. So that's where the next movie picks up. And the next movie is also directed by John Krasinski, and it stars Emily Blunt, Millicent Simmons, Noah Jupe, Killian Murphy, John Krasinski comes back. And uh, I always, I know this guy, but I always mess up his name. Is it Jimon Honsu? Jimon Honsu. Um, I'm a, if I mess up his name, I'm so sorry. Uh, but this movie picks up right where the last one left with a little bit of flashback, with a little bit of John Krasinski in there for, for me, just to kind of establish some characters, like uh, Killian Murphy's character gets introduced in the flashback, and it kind of shows how everything started. It was more of a, a meteor coming down to Earth, and then, you know, uh, the aliens appear, you know, from that, from that crash. And that's how everything kind of happens. And you see them escape and then so on and so forth. We're caught up to speed. And then following after that is them leaving their house. So it's implied that they survived. They killed the rest of them there. And now they have to leave their home. They can't stay there. They can't stay there forever. They have to, they have to get out there. They have to, have to find refuge. They, they need to do something. Their house is destroyed. Those creatures might come back. They're, they're vulnerable. They have no protection out there. So it's literally them just venturing out into the world. And you don't know what's out there. It, it, it could be anything. And early on in the movie, it just like, it breaks your heart. It will not break it, but you just feel the immediate danger of like leaving security of like why you want to stay safe somewhere good. So the family are running off. They have their baby in like this basket thing, this box to like keep it quiet with an oxygen tank. So that way they, it can breathe. And they're running, they're running, they're running. And all of them, the whole family starts moving, and that's when it happens. Their son, played by Noah Jupe, he steps on a bear trap. A bear trap. I mean, and the moment he steps on it, it just, his whole leg. Now, if I were to get my foot caught in a bear trap, I have the privilege of screaming my head off because... If I fall into a bear trap, quite frankly, it's going to hurt a lot. But in this world, if you step on a bear trap, if you hurt yourself, if you get so much as a paper cut and you go, ow, you're going to die. He steps on a bear trap and he just looks at his foot and he starts screaming in pain. And his mom, Emily Blunt, has to cover his mouth and be like, shut up, boy. You can't talk. You can't scream. Please, you're going to get us all killed. And so as they try to claw the bear trap off of his foot to free him, they try to outrun this thing. The daughter pulls out the speaker, pulls out the microphone, and does the old uh, hearing aid to speaker combo. And they debilitate it, and then Emily Blunt could kill it with the shotgun. Beautiful combo. And that shows Killian Murphy, who's watching it from like a sniper position or like a, 
He's just looking at the whole thing through binoculars and he sees what this thing does and how it stops the monsters, the alien and whatnot. And that's when they all come back together. They meet up and they're just like, what's going on? What's going on out there? He's like, you guys have lived a privileged life. You don't know what's going on out there. People are evil. People are crazy. They will, they're not, they're not good people out there. And so they start having this discussion about, did you see us? Because every night, John Krasinski's character would go on the top of his house and he would light a fire, hoping that somebody would see the smoke or the flames and that they would go towards them to seek shelter, to find community, to build a community, you know, somewhere safe where they can, you know, create and do stuff. But nobody came. And Killian Murphy's character essentially says that, yes, I saw it. And yes, I didn't come. And they're like, why not? Why Why would you keep that away from us? And he's just like, I don't know who you guys are. I don't know what you've done. I don't know what's going to happen. And you feel for Killian Murphy because while, yes, the, the Abbott family kept some of their family, they lost their son, they still stayed together. They still kept their, their family, their, their life. But he essentially lost everything, his wife, his son, he lost so much and he's just this broken down man. He's do he doesn't have the strength to keep going. And so you see that kind of desperation for survival. Like I just want to live, you know, I don't want anything else, but M Melissa, the daughter, she has other plans. She wants to, find people she wants to find a place to to call home a, a refuge spot somewhere where they can fight back because she has the answer she has the key it's in her hearing aid she can stop them all and weaken them so that way you could kill them essentially at least draw them in near enough or, or stop them long enough to kill them so she comes up with this plan from listening from the radio because the radio starts playing a song called Beyond the Sea. You know, that song, Be Somewhere, from like Finding Nemo. Oh, great, great song. Beyond the sea, she's there waiting for me. You know, and that song plays. And she figures that somebody has to be broadcasting that. And if we can find somewhere that broadcasts it or go somewhere that is safe for somebody to play that music, then they'll be able to broadcast her hearing aid and stop everybody. And so because the brother's weak, he, he just got his bear trap. They have a baby. Emily Blunt just gave birth, I think, just like the day before, I think, or a couple days before. They stay there, but the daughter's like, I'm going to head out there. Because I know it's out there. And so she kind of runs away. And Emily Blunt tells Killian Murphy, please save my daughter. She can't hear. She doesn't know what's going to happen out there. If she makes any noise, she's not going to hear it. She's not going to know. You have to go out there and you have to save her. You have to protect her and bring her back. And so Killian Murphy's like, fine, I'll go and save your daughter, whatever. 
So as he goes out and he finds her, he figures out about her plan to to go to the broadcast tower that's in like some sort of island. So they need a boat. And he goes out there, he gets a boat, or he finds a boat, and they get to this dock, like pretty late at night. And that's when you see like how how people have completely changed. How they've really, really gone in a different They've they've lost all humanity is what I'm trying to say. They've turned into savages. They they turn on each other. They sacrifice people so that way they can live. They give them up. And so they're living on this dock because if people if anybody comes, they can just sacrifice them or kill them or whatever they want to do. Because they need the boat in order to get to to safety. So they get attacked by these random people and they're trying to avoid the the aliens so as they're avoiding the aliens oh, I gotta put this on <clears throat> as they're trying to avoid the aliens they have to they have to just fight off essentially get to a boat and then get to the island as fast as possible and Killian Murphy dives into the water he puts the hearing aid in his mouth so that way it doesn't get destroyed but from the water and they make it to the island they get a boat they make it to the island life is good until one of the creatures gets onto another floating boat and just so happens to drift to the island and then it attacks the whole island filled with people children and they their only option is to get the girls hearing aid to the radio tower and that's when you say uh Jimon Honsu's character just die. He has a whole family. He has a son out there. And he just gets killed. Like, I've never seen a movie where this man survives. He always dies. It's so... It's like, oh, I, as soon as I see him, I'm like, oh, they're going to kill him off. You know, that's, that's, what you can, that's what you can expect. He never lives. He never lives in any movie. So, they make it to the radio tower. And then it's suspense. Suspense, suspense, because they found it. They're on the island, and they were trying to chase after them. And they get to the radio tower, and now it's, how do we get to the, the station? I mean, how do we get into the recording room, the broadcasting room, as quiet as possible so that we don't die, and that way we can stop, stop this madness. We can kill them. So, Killian Murphy does his best to get the girl in there, but she's taking her sweet time. She does go a little slow. I won't lie, she goes a little slow. But in the end, they get there, she puts the hearing aid on it, and it starts going off. And now these monsters are, they can't handle it. They, they hate it. They're just like, oh. And then the son, who's living back at home with Emily Blunt, he makes like a bunch of noise. And his baby brother's like running low on oxygen because he just put like the gas over his face, but it was like going down almost empty. And he was in the box. So Emily Blunt left the family while while the daughter is out with Killian Murphy. Emily Blunt went to go get medicine for the boy for his pain. 
because he was going to, you know, maybe get an infection or he's going to be in a lot of pain and he wouldn't be able to tolerate it. So she left. And when she comes back, she finds that the place that they're staying, the hideout that Killian Murphy had, is invaded by the aliens. So she has to do what any mother does and protect her son and her baby. And she shoots them. And we also find that rain stops them from using their echolocation because the pitter-patter is all over the place. So you won't be able to hear footsteps or anything. So they killed that one. And the son finds the speaker and he is wearing headphones. And he finds out that, oh my gosh, like, she did it. She got to the radio station and she was able to stop these things. So he puts it on blast, puts it up to the alien, and then he kills it, shoots it. And it was this beautiful moment where it's just like, John Krasinski's character, his family's legacy is his kids. They're strong. You know, they can take care of themselves. So it was just really cool to see them stand up and to protect their family the way that he wanted them to. Like in the first movie, he was just like trying to give them the skills to survive. And they're survivors. They're strong. And I think that was really beautiful. And the movie's just all about family. And it, it it's scary, but it's also like you don't know from what. Because it could be any noise. That's the beauty of this thing is that like noise is such a big part of horror that you don't know in this world what it's going to be it could be a rocket ship it could be a leaf it could be a rock it could be whatever you you just don't know and so that's why i think it's like a really really good horror movie and it's just perfect for the genre and i think they're going to do more movies that there's definitely future movies in the works i don't know what they're it's just going to be like a quiet place like spinoff or something maybe with like different characters and whatnot but i think it's going to be really really good and I definitely enjoy it. I went to go see A Quiet Place 2 during the pandemic. During 2020, when it came out, I was like, I want to go see this movie because I think it's going to be that good. And during that time, like, nobody was supposed to go out, but it was like the one thing that I was like, let's try it, you know? And it was actually, it was really, really good. And I enjoyed it so much. So that's it. That's for my horror movie marathon. Um... I hope you guys liked it. I'll see you guys all next time. Thank you.